Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and this is your Monday bonus episode, coronavirus style. It's like uh, it's like pirate radio. It's just me talking into a microphone, but I do have uh, many of the listeners and friends of the show, and new people who you've never heard at all. Uh, they will be introducing. The songs today. Of course, we're doing a, a Van Halen episode. I just thought it would be fun to listen to Van Halen. That's what I want to do. I want to sit in my office by myself and listen to Van Halen. So, uh, you know, I'm going to do that. I would probably do that anyway. But today we'll do it in the guise of recording a podcast and we'll see what happens. So, we've got a lot of fun stuff today, I think. And uh, let's get it going. How, first, how's everyone doing? Are you, are you staying in? Are you washing the hands? I had to go to the grocery store Monday. It was such a, <laughs> it was such a hassle. Gloves. I had a mask on. Then I come home. I put all the groceries on the porch. Then I wipe them all down. Then I bring them into the house, and and, and I leave them in the. In there, we have like a stairwell that comes up to this office right inside the front door. So I put everything there. And then I, and then I take my, uh, I, I take my clothes off and put them straight in the washing machine and I get right in the shower and then I come out and then I put everything away. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy town. But, uh, you know, until they figure out exactly how this thing is transmitted, uh, you got to do the hand washing. You got to, you got to do all that stuff. My hands are very clean. The rest of me is, uh, I might not be showering as much as uh, I should be. And from uh, some of the pictures I've seen, Online, some people are the, the guys are growing the beards, and the uh, and the women aren't posting their pictures. And um, but uh, all right, well we're getting through it. We got this episode. We got some Van Halen. But before I start, we're going to do a first listen. I uh, got an email from a gentleman named Trent Jones. He's got a band out of Nashville, Tennessee, called The Sacred, and uh, he asked if I would play uh, their new single. So I said, yeah, I'll do that Monday. Does it rock? If it rocks, it'll be perfectly uh, perfectly suited to a Van Halen episode. So before I play it, I'm going to tell you who else is in the band. Uh, Trent Jones is a guitar and singer. Then Ethan Gilbert is lead guitar and vocals, I assume background vocals. Travis Cradle, it's spelled like dreidel, but with a K. So I'm saying Travis Cradle. He's bass and vocals. And then we have Zach Dubois. Or it could be Dubois, but I'm assuming it's Zach Dubois, and he's on drums. So uh, you can follow them, too, on Twitter if you want. They're at T-Sacred-1111, and they are the sacred. And this song that I'm going to play, we'll just take it from the top. The song is called You Lied on Rock Solid. Thank you. 
How about that, huh? The Sacred with You Lied from Nashville, Tennessee. Now, look, I guess this is available at uh, all music outlets. I guess you can uh, I guess you can head over to their uh, website. Certainly. Go there. Go to iTunes. Go to Amazon. See if you can find this thing. Follow them on Twitter. I'm sure they'll answer you back, and you can ask them any questions you want. It's at uh, T-Sacred1111. And again, Trent, Ethan, Travis, and Zach, and they are the sacred, and that was You Lied. So that was fun. I don't mind doing that. I like doing this, you know, and, you know, doing a first listen. I liked it. It rocked. And, um, you know, if people out there have a song, you, you always, you know, email it to me. And, uh, of course, I'll decide if I play it or not. If I didn't like that, I wouldn't have played it. I would have said, mm, I don't know, guys. Mm, you know, maybe get back in there and uh, try again. That's what I would have said, a, a person who uh, has no musical ability at all, I would have uh, critiqued. But uh, that's the sacred, and that was cool. And thanks again, Trent, for reaching out. All right, here we go. Van Halen. Everyone likes Van Halen, right? I think so. You might not like all the incarnations. There's your Dave people. There's your Sammy people. Uh, there's probably even Gary people. And, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I like it all. You know, I saw, uh, well, I'll talk about that in a little bit, but yeah, I like it all. I've seen, I saw them with Dave in back in the day, fair warning tour. I saw the 1984 tour. I saw the 5150 tour. I saw both. I saw the reunion with Sammy. I saw one of the reunions with Dave. So, um, you know, I'm all in on Van Halen. Uh, do, do I think Sammy's a better singer? Sure. Do I think the first six Van Halen albums are the more classic sounding Van Halen or those albums more on par, like if you said, well, if you just use the word classic Van Halen, it's the Dave period, you know, but, uh, but I like Sammy as a vocalist and I like what they did with Sammy and, um, and that's, that's what I'm going to say. I like it. I like it all. I'm a fan. So let's do it. First of all, first up, the first intro is going to be from Daryl Asher. Daryl does a uh, Facebook artwork for us and he's been kind enough to, uh, to do all these Monday episode artwork uh, projects for me, I just uh, I send him a text, and, and he literally does it in a, you know, by the end of the day, I've got something in my mailbox. So I'm allowing Daryl to uh, to go first, and um, the song that's going to go after Daryl's intro is a song of my choosing, and once you hear Daryl's intro, uh, uh, you'll know why uh, I chose a song. But here we go. Hello, Pat and the dozens of Rock Solid listeners. I had a really hard time picking a Van Halen song for this episode because I don't like them at all. But enjoy the show, everyone.
All right, that was Top of the World from the For Unlawful Carnal Knowledge album, 1991. That's one of my favorite Van Halen albums. It's definitely uh, my favorite uh, one with Sammy. Uh, that and 5150, on any given day, it's a, it's a tie. But uh, that is one of my favorite songs. I love Top of the World. I love the, uh, the background vocals, the harmonies. I love the riff. I love the lyrics. I, I love everything about that song. So, uh, of course, Daryl did not like, does not, does not like Van Halen. So uh, I wanted to start out with a Van Halen song. I didn't want to have that intro go into another intro. So uh, I stole the song. So that's what we did. And that's how it goes. All right. Next up, the next guy going to talk, he's been, uh, he's been on this show as a co-host. He's a podcaster in his own right. And uh, he's going to introduce himself. So I don't, need to, I don't need to keep going. He'll tell you. Here we go. Hey everybody, it's John Lamoureux from the Hustle Podcast. Thanks for including me on the Van Halen Project. How's quarantining going? This uh, this just blows, does it not? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm starting to lose it. I mean, for a while it's fun. If anyone out there has little kids, maybe you can feel me on this. I would love nothing more than to just lay on the couch and binge a show or read a book or go for a long, long walk or whatever. But when you have little kids and you're primary responsibility in life is not letting them be on screens all day. That's all this is when they're all home from school. Anyway, it's a pain. It's a huge pain. So let's talk Van Halen. I don't know what my favorite Van Halen song is. I think about it a lot and I can't, I, I've never known. Maybe Panama? I'm not sure. But the song I wanted to pick for this is Everybody Wants Some from Women and Children First. But that doesn't even, the, uh, whatever album this song came off of doesn't matter to me because let's be honest, the reason a lot of us love this song is because of Better Off Dead. That scene of Lane Meyer working in the burger, burger restaurant and when the claymation hamburger comes to life and he starts playing the guitar and all the fries jump in the vat of, of uh, oil to like a like it's a swimming pool and the other and the girl cheeseburger shows up and they fall in love that scene blew my mind when i saw it when i was a kid and it still is one of the funniest things i've ever seen so creative so genius to throw this in the middle of this movie and that's what made this song stick in my mind i love it so much because i love that scene and i love that movie as far as a cue point i don't know let's pick it up after that excellent kind of drum tribal intro when the song really kicks in Let's pick it up from there. Anyway, hope everyone is staying safe. I, uh, I'm grateful for all of you that listen to our podcast. I'm grateful for Pat. He's a good friend. And uh, hope everyone's doing okay. Your time. 
Excellent choice, Mr. Lamoureux. Now, if you don't know John, uh, he's a giant. He's a very, very tall man. He's, uh, I call him Hagrid. And uh, no, John's a great guy. You can follow him on Twitter at the Hustle Pod. John interviews all his guests remotely. So John will still be able to have great musical guests during this time. In fact, I'm going to say that anyone he reaches out to is going to want to do his show at this point because uh, they're going to be bored to tears. Uh, not that they wouldn't want to do it anyway. They would. But uh, I think even more so now, uh, John should be uh, queuing up a bunch of people. And while he's doing that, no one's going to come to to my place and record in person. And I don't want them to. So uh, we'll be doing these Monday episodes. But uh, I thank John for uh, his great podcast. And I thank him for that great intro. And he's got a great voice, right? Like a great podcasting voice. All right. Now, during that, everybody wants some. There's a lyric. I, I don't even know what Dave's saying. I'm trying to. I'm trying to look it up here. Do, 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 do. What's he say? Okay. It's. I seen a lot of people looking for a moonbeam. Yeah, you spent a lot. You got lost in the jet stream. But that line, I seen a lot of people looking for a moonbeam. It. It almost sounds like nonsense when he says it. And uh, I'm not going to go back to it because I won't be able to find it. If Kyle was here, certainly I would make him do that, do it, and then I would yell at him if he did it wrong. But um, that was good, John. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. All right, coming up next, this is a guy. He's a he's a rock solid listener for a long time. He's a Patreon supporter, and he kept his intro short and sweet, and that's okay. Hi, Pat. This is Matt Berkey. Uh, my favorite Van Halen song is just the intro for Hot for Teacher. Just once the drums start taking off and then the guitar starts wailing, probably one of the best rock intros. Thank you. no doubt about it that is one of the greatest rock intros of all time matt you nailed it good choice uh friend of mine ron hansen loves alex van halen i'm sure he was air drumming while he's listening to this uh just a just a just a jam it's just a jam hot for teacher and a cool video too 1984 album that's when van halen was tearing it up with the videos that's when they were letting dave Steer the ship a little more, I think, as far as uh, image and everything. But uh, but it worked. It worked. 
Uh, next up, we got another listener. He's going to play a song from an album we haven't heard yet. And here we go. Hey, everybody. It's David Festini up here in northern New Jersey. And my selection for the fan-curated Van Halen episode is Little Guitars from the Diver Down album. Uh, it's one of my favorite songs of all time because I feel like it encompasses what was so great about early era Van Halen. It's got an incredible groove with Michael Anthony and Alex. It's got Eddie's stellar guitar work. And it's got Dave's almost unintelligible lyrics. I still can't really figure out what he's saying in that, in that uh, chorus. And I refuse to look it up. So uh, one of my favorites of all time, just a great roll the windows down and crank it up type song. I hope you guys enjoy it as much as I do. And thanks for letting me be a part of the show. Probably one of my favorite Van Halen songs of all time, and it's from an album that uh, that, that isn't uh, isn't one of my favorites. I've come around on it a little bit more. Uh, it's uh, it's an album that wasn't uh, wasn't supposed to be an album. They just released "Oh Pretty Woman" as a single, and then it did so well that the record label demanded an album. So that's why this album has five covers. It's got three instrumentals. And then I think that leaves us with maybe, let me see how many original tunes, uh-huh, about four original tunes, and uh, we're going to hear more from this album later, and I like that they uh, tackle the kinks again. This album opens with Where Have All the Good Times Gone, and of course you're going to record a kink song again, because Ray Davis is an amazing songwriter. So of course. All right, coming up next, this guy... Now, I've never met him in person, but I've been on his podcast many times, or a couple times. He's never been on this show. You've never heard his voice here before. But this is, uh, this is, well, I'm not, why would I introduce him? I'm not going to tell, he's going to introduce himself. I keep thinking I have to introduce people, but I'm not going to. So here we go. Here's our next, uh, he's a podcaster, and take a listen. It's me, Diamond David Lee Rob. Yes, I am. Yeah. You know, uh, you are listening to the one and only Rock Solid Podcast, and you can only hear it here. Woo! This is Ken Mills, the podfather from the podcast, Pop with Ken Mills, Cheap Talk, and Zilch, a monkey's podcast. What separates Van Halen apart from other hard rock bands at the time and the thing that separates them from most bands now? Killer musicianship. The ultimate party showman. Boogie. Personality and a wink and a smile. I chose the song Unchained by Van Halen. To me, it is the essence of Van Halen. It is distilled 100 proof. 
On this song, they're stepping over your thin red line. You said, I cannot get there from here, baby, and I don't care where I'm going. Here's to your thin red line. I'm stepping over. The song has a killer solo and a great breakdown bridge where Diamond David Lee Roth breaks the fourth wall and razzes the producer, and the track comes back until it stomps towards the thrilling end and on to the next track. There are two ways that fear works. Sometimes fear will prohibit you from doing something, and sometimes fear will propel you to do something or become something. Think of a young, shy Edward Van Halen playing guitar in a closet, learning how to talk through it so he wouldn't have to be shy again. Think of a young David Lee Roth who would make sure that he would never be picked last in gym class and he might leave with your girlfriend. There may have been other lineups that had the name Van Halen, but it was never the same without the four original members. Van Halen were never afraid of stepping over any lines, including that of the hard rock following that they found. Van Halen were not afraid to sing Dance the Night Away, or to have some fun on a beach with a beautiful girl, even though the leather and denim crowd that they picked up might not have thought that it was cool. Van Halen's groove and need for boogie separated them from their contemporaries, like the gods, who, while they may have had the hard rock, They are mostly forgotten because they forgot those things that made Van Halen so endearing, that made dance floors fill up whenever they performed. What made Van Halen unique will make them live on at every party. Thank you for having me on the show, Pat. is a classic one of my favorites unchained from the fair warning album like i said previously i saw them on that tour and they were spectacular i know a lot of times i say it and other people say it that dave is not a good singer live but in 1981 he was he was great and you can see clips on uh on youtube that'll prove that he was he was i saw him on a great night in uh in pittsburgh at the civic arena so again, thank you, Ken. Now that was Ken doing a David Lee Roth impression at the beginning of his clip. And when I, when I played that, I could not believe it because that's pretty spectacular. I mean, bravo, Ken. Ken hosts uh, many podcasts. So I'm just going to give you uh, one place where you can follow him on Twitter. You can follow him at podkist with a T at the end. P-O-D-K-I-S-S-T. At podkist. And like you said, he does a... He does a Cheap Trick podcast, Kiss podcast. He does a, a Monkeys podcast. I, I don't know where he finds the time. You know, doing one episode and doing this bonus episode, uh, that's a lot of work. 
<laughs> so Ken must be a, a, a podcasting uh, uh, crazy man, constantly, 24-7. All right, next up, uh, here's a listener. And uh, I think she, did she do, yeah, she did a song uh, on the Rolling Stone episode, and she's back. And here we go. Hi, this is Lisa Solak from the Chicagoland. I choose Eruption from Van Halen's first album. When I was younger, my cousin came over with a cassette and said, listen to this. And that's all it took. My mind was blown and it's been a favorite ever since. play the whole thing but i can't i can't it's one minute and 42 seconds and i would love to play it all but i, I just i can't do it i can't risk getting in trouble not in 2020 there's enough trouble i'm gonna get in trouble for that uh next up this guy he was my co-host for the the real money Eddie Money commentary episodes. He's, uh, we, we did an Ozzy Osbourne first listen that was three hours long. Uh, he's actually on uh, the episode that's with it's up right now, the Southern Fried Rock episode. He's sitting in with me and Mike Siegel. He's, uh, he's one of our favorites. I wish he could be here right now. I wish we didn't have to social distance so that he could be here and we could be listening to Van Halen together because uh, it is his favorite band. So let's hear a little bit of, well, you know, it's a, it's the 40 year old boy, Mike Schmidt. Hey, what's happening to Mike Schmidt, 40 year old boy podcast. Always excited to be asked to participate in some rock solid shenanigans from my friend, Pat. Uh, he wants to know my favorite Van Halen song of all time. Now that's a tough one. I will not lie. Van Halen, my favorite band of all time. The first band that I felt was exclusively mine. You know, I listened to my mom's music. She liked Motown and Elvis. And then as I get older, my brothers and I discovered Kiss and, uh, and that was a band that I shared with brothers and, and people like that in my neighborhood. But Van Halen, I heard, and that was the first thing I went, ooh, I love that. And it was mine. I discovered it on my own. So narrowing it down is hard, man. All of their songs mean something to me. I could have gone with Jamie's Crying off the first album. Uh, but I'll tell you what, I'll just give you my top two songs of all time, which is cheating. I know Pat's going to yell. But anyway, <laughs> uh, second, number two, and would normally be number one under other circumstances, but I'm going to take little guitars off of Diver Down. Not only the guitar intro, but also the guitar, uh, the, the whole song itself. You can actually find a video on YouTube of this, 1982 from the Largo Center in Washington, D.C., and it is Van Halen at the peak of their powers, man. Dave looks fucking amazing. They're running around. It's so good. It's so good. Go find the video right now. But if you want my top song 
from my top band of all time, then you're going to have to go to, well, off of an album that I consider their best. It is my favorite album of all time. Uh, it is an album that Eddie Van Halen is angry. He's furious. You can hear it in every note and in every solo he plays. He was so angry. In fact, he was considering firing Dave and actually having different lead singers come in and sing each individual track on this album. And then that's an idea he actually approached Phil Collins and Pete Townsend with. Uh, so angry. And I that appeals to me in ways I can't explain. So if you want to know my favorite Van Halen song of all time, I'm going to pick my favorite Van Halen song of all time by my favorite band of all time off my favorite album of all time. I am going to to take the last song on side one of fair warning i'm gonna take hear about it later My uh, probably my favorite Dave era Van Halen album. It's either this or Van Halen Two. I love both of those albums so much, and uh, you know this one doesn't have a cover on it. There's no cover on Fair Warning. I think uh, and Women and Children First doesn't have a cover. And 1984 doesn't. Why do I always think there's a lot of covers? Probably because of that Diver Down album. But yeah, I just love Fair Warning. It's probably because because um, I think it was the first one that I purchased. Uh, you know, on the day of release, it was the first time I saw them in concert, but it is a killer album. It's great, uh, top to bottom. Uh, before I forget too, I want to thank, uh, I want to thank, uh, you know, these, these other podcasters and friends that I reached out to, of course, we're going to play songs that the listeners want. And, and I'll, I'll be honest with you, this was supposed to be like a top 15 or whatever, whatever nonsense I called it. I, I accepted everyone's, uh, everyone's uh, entry this week. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of songs going to be played. And uh, cause I love Van Halen. I'm, I'm air guitaring in my office by myself, uh, like a crazy person, but that's, uh, it's just what this music does to me. But uh, yeah, I want to throw the thank yous out there right now. Cause everyone that I reached out to that's a podcaster or a friend, uh, they came through for me and I appreciate that because it just adds, uh, it adds something extra to the show that, uh, and I totally appreciate it. All right, next up, this is a guy we've never heard from before. He is a listener, and uh, let's let's do it. Here's the next song. Mr. Pat Francis. My name is Darren, all the way from Australia. The only time I got to see Van Halen was way back in 98 uh, with Gary Sharon, and it was an epic show. I've got to give some love to Van Halen 3. I love the song Without You. It's easily one of my favorites. It's got that killer chorus, that Van Halen groove. Keep up the good work, Pat.
I just want to give a, a shout out to Darren and let you know to, that uh, the gentleman's last name who introduced that song, his name is Darren Dodd. And uh, thank you so much, Darren. This is what I love about podcasting. Darren is on, in Australia and he can hear the show. Everyone can hear the show. It's available worldwide. And that's what I really love about podcasting is everyone gets the show at the same time, the same day, the same time, no matter where you are on the whole planet. That's crazy. Uh, I, uh, I do like that song. I do like without you Van Halen three is much maligned, but, uh, it's got a, it's got two, three, maybe four tracks I like. And I did see them on this tour. I saw them with Mike Schmidt and I got to tell you, whether you like this album or not, the, the, the live show was great because Gary really could sing both eras of the band. And, uh, sadly it didn't work out and, uh, they were, you know, they were, I remember seeing on their website, they were recording a second album with Gary. Danny Korchmar was producing and I was at a foreigner show at the house of blues. Was it for, no, it wasn't for It was Toto. It was a Toto show at the house of blues and Eddie and Gary were at the show just hanging out upstairs. It was crazy. And, um, now that's what it is when, when you live in Los Angeles, sometimes you run into people that you might not run into, uh, in, you know, in the rest of the country cause they live here. But, um, but yeah, but the show was great. The live show with Gary Sharon was fantastic. And uh, I, I'm bummed that we never got a second album and, uh, cause I would have liked to hear that. So, all right, moving on now, this next guy, I reached out to him. He's an author. He's, uh, he's written, uh, a couple of books. One book is called Van Halen Rising. And his new book that comes out April 21st, and that's just in a couple of weeks, it's a, it's an authorized biography of producer Ted Templeman. It's called Ted Templeman, Platinum Producer. Uh, wait, I'm sorry. Let me say it again. Sorry. Ted Templeman, A Platinum Producer's Life in Music. Got to get that right. So uh, here we go. He'll introduce himself. And uh, I'm so glad that he uh, agreed to uh, participate in the Van Halen episode. Here we go. Hello, this is Greg Renoff, the author of Van Halen Rising and the forthcoming authorized autobiography of Doobie Brothers and Van Halen producer Ted Templeman. My choice for my favorite Van Halen song is the much maligned and much misunderstood cover that Van Halen performed on its Diver Down album in 1982, Dancing in the Street. I chose this song because it is often dismissed by Van Halen fans as a throwaway and kind of a bad choice by the band to cover the song. Um, I discuss with Ted extensively in the book, the origins of the cover and how the song developed in the studio. But even before I worked on the book with Ted, I really thought that it encapsulates Van Halen's ability to take a song that seems way out of its wheelhouse. In this case, uh, Martha Reeves song and turned it into a Van Halen sounding track. And in addition, I also think that if you understand anything about Van Halen's history, going back to things I covered in Van Halen Rising about Van Halen's 
long stint in the clubs in Los Angeles as a cover band. This is exactly the type of song that Van Halen would cover in the clubs and would make their own. So to me, this is really a song that reflects Van Halen's roots. It also is a song that uses uh, keyboards. Eddie Van Halen performs keyboards on it as well. So it's another prelude of what's coming later on the 1984 record. So hope people listen to it with an open mind. Van Halen dancing in the street. It's a fun one. It's a fun tune. I think uh, in the past, maybe I haven't liked that song, but uh, I've come around to that. Again, I've come around to the entire Diver Down album. I, I, I still don't love it, but, um, but I do like it now. So again, that was Greg Renoff, and his book is called, let me get it right this time, Greg. Ted Templeman, A Platinum Producer's Life in Music. Let me tell you how nice Greg is. Greg sent me his intro for this song. And I listened to it, and it was really good. But the passion in his voice uh, indicated that there was more that he wanted to say about the song. So, you know, he said, hey, how was that one? And I, I emailed him back, and I said, it begs the question, uh, why do you love the song so much? So... Can you give me more? And he did. Absolutely. He could have said, he could have said, go fuck yourself. I gave you one. I'm an author. You know, I got a book coming out. I don't have time for the shenanigans, but that's not what Greg did. He, uh, he redid it for me and it was great. So here's what I want you guys to do. I want you to go to Twitter and you can follow Greg at Greg Renoff, G-R-E-G-R-E-N-O-F-F. And then here's what else I'm going to tell you. If you're a Patreon supporter, that's the $2 tier. The prize this coming Friday is going to be four copies of Ted Templeman, A Platinum Producer's Life in Music. Talk to the publisher. They're sending me copies and you guys are going to get them. Four copies of this book. And if it's uh, if it's like Van Halen Rising, Rising was, you're going to love it. So, patreon.com forward slash rock solid podcast. $2 a month. That's what you, that's, that's the tier to win prizes and there's tons of prizes. So, uh, get over it. No hard sale. That's just it. Or hard sell, I guess is what it is. Uh, here we go. Next up, good friend of mine. We call each other BFFs for fun, but we are good friends. And he's been on the show before 
and we've seen some concerts together and he's an American hero. He doesn't like to admit it, but he is a retired fireman, saved many lives, put himself in harm's way many, many times. Here we go. Hey, Pat, Tom Neuerberg calling in for the Van Halen episode. First off, I got to say I'm totally biased when it comes to Van Halen. To me, there's only one Van Halen, and that is with David Lee Roth. Nothing against Sammy Hagar, but that is just not Van Halen, at least not to me. So if I'm going to pick a song, my favorite Van Halen song, it's going to be from the David Lee Roth era, and I'm going to go with something maybe a little a little less um, uh, predictable, something that didn't, doesn't get much uh, radio airplay, if any. I don't know if I've ever heard this on the radio. But I'll go with the song Atomic Punk. I love that song. It kicks ass. It's a great treadmill tune. Fires me up to run. And uh, I just love that one. So Atomic Punk. about production i mean that ted templeman he really knew what to do with these guys i mean it just i love the separation the stereo separation like drums and vocals are out of one one channel and sometimes bass and guitar out of the other or whatever it is it's just it's all over the place i love it these records sound so good and uh you know ted templeman he's like he's like martin scorsese is to robert de niro when he was working with the band just so, so good. All right, moving on. This guy is uh, is a listener of the show. Been in town before, took me out for dinner and drinks. Uh, I think I had too much to drink that night. But we were uh, walking distance from the house, so and, uh, and I walked, so it was fine. But um, it, was, uh, it was his idea to maybe include the listeners in uh, some of these bonus episodes. And... Uh, Obviously a great idea, because I'm still doing it, and uh, going to do another one next week. After this song, I'll tell you what that's going to be. But uh, here we go. Let's listen to this dude. Hey, Pat Francis and Rock Solid listeners. It's Jeff Frank emailing in with my Van Halen pick, and I am going with track five off of A Different Kind of Truth, and the song is Blood and Fire. So, of course, this is the 2012 comeback album featuring Dave back in the mix. And on the whole, I think this is a kick-ass, very underrated record. And there's only two whiffs on it for me. Uh, Now, granted, one of those is the single, uh, which kind of doomed the record right out of the gate. But 
so Blood and Fire is just a origin story song of Van Halen has Dave looking back with nostalgia and all the craziness and madness. And it kind of reminds me of his song Good Times off of Skyscraper. Um, not so much musically, but kind of more in spirit. And Blood and Fire is just classic Dave. You know, he's peacocking with lyrics like, I told you I was coming back. Say you miss me and say it like you mean it. So here's Blood and Fire. Stay frosty. You can always tell the winners, saints and the sinners down at the starting line. Blood and Fire from 2012, A Different Kind of Truth. And let me tell you something. This is a great album. I know we always think of the classic six-pack of the first six Van Halen albums with David Lee Roth, but I have to tell you something. Uh, I like this album just as much as those first six. This is a really killer album. Uh, some people you know, were, were mad because they didn't write new music. They went and purged the back uh, catalog and, and reworked old tunes. But they had written those tunes, so what's it matter? Doesn't matter to me. Uh, also, uh, I have to go, I I have to go against what Jeff said. I love the song "Tattoo." I think it's a great song. I mean, it should have been the first single. I don't know, but I do love it. I I I just love. Uh, I've got Elvis on my elbow, and when I flex, Elvis talks. I mean, I I just I just love it. It's it's a great Dave lyric. It's a it's a great Dave song. And my only sadness about Van Halen is this album came out in 2012. So that's, that's uh, literally February, 2012. That's eight years ago. Prior to that, we had uh, a couple of not great Sammy Hager tunes on a, on a best of, and that was eight years prior to this. And then before that, we go six years to 1998 for Van Halen three. So since 1998, there's only been two, proper Van Halen albums. And I have to be honest, I don't think there's ever going to be another Van Halen album. I just, I think they're, I think they're done. I mean, I could be wrong because they, they always surprise us. But, um, I think that's, I think uh, a different kind of truth is going to be the last one. And if it is, that's okay because it's a great album. All right. Moving on to another friend of the show. He's co-hosted many times. He hosts his own podcast called The State of the Union and love this guy. He's great. And listen to these pipes. 
Greetings, Rock Solid Nation. This is Alexi Lawless. Uh, you are killing me on this one, Pat. So difficult to pick just one. All right. Uh, 1982's Diver Down. It's often criticized, but it's an album that I actually love. It was injected into my life when I was about 11 years old, and I hadn't really followed Van Halen before. And this was obviously a few years before that mainstream explosion of 1984. The song is Secrets. It's a beautiful song, but it has none of the bombast of a lot of Van Halen. Uh, I think it's one of the most understated and controlled vocal performances from David Lee Roth. The background harmonies are like angels. And Eddie on this song, I think he shows why he is first and foremost a great songwriter because despite his guitar god ability, he doesn't force it. Uh, And in this song, I think he takes that less is more approach and it completely works. Anyway, this is Secrets. Hope everybody's staying safe and sane and long live music. Thank you so much, Alexi. You can follow Alexi on Twitter at Alexi Lawless. And Alexi also records, uh, writes and records his own albums. I'm going to be honest with you, since 1998, he's put out six albums. He's killing it over Van Halen. His most recent one came out last year. It's called Look at You. Year before Sunshine, year before, uh, two years before that, Shots, 2014, Infinity Spaces. These are all great pop rock albums, folks. So, uh, Go to iTunes, give it a listen. If you buy it, I mean, if you like it, buy the whole thing. These are great. I own them. And thank you, Alexi. Much appreciated. Who's going to be next? I really have no set uh, order. I'm going to try this guy because uh, I love the song that he's going to choose, or the song that he chose. And this is a listener. And he will introduce himself. Let's do it. Hi, my name is Ryan Mason. I'm the, the co-host of the All Night Drive-In Picture Show podcast with my co-host Charles Wood. It's a movie podcast for those that are really big into movies. Uh, my favorite Van Halen song is Dance the Night Away. I don't know why I love it so much. It doesn't even really have a guitar solo, but it's just super catchy, and I have always loved it. Thanks a lot, Pat. Love the show. Take care.
so good. I have loved that song since the first time I heard it. And I never get sick of it. And it never gets old. And that is Dance the Night Away. And that is from Van Halen 2. I love, I, look, I love Van Halen 2 better than the debut. I've gone on record as saying that. I think the songs are better. Uh, is it a better album? I don't know. I just said I like it better. But uh, I just I just think every song on Van Halen 2 is a killer. It's a killer. All right, coming up, let's hear our next introduction. Who's it going to be? Oh, this is this is a guy. He uh, he does a Facebook art work for us too. Here we go. Hi, it's Glenn K. Amo from Moncton again. When I was in junior high school, Van Halen was the band. I had the records. I had the T-shirt from Shirt Stop with the big shiny iron-on VH logo. We all did. Anyhow, my parents were never into any of the music I liked, so they never paid much attention to what I was listening to. But one time, when I was 12, I was listening to this song in the rec room, and my dad came in the room right when David Lee Roth uses the F word. And he said, Jesus Christ, you better not let your mother catch you listening to that. So you add that to the creepy, brutal album cover, and it was the perfect song for 12-year-old me. From Fair Warning, it's Sinner's Swing. Fair warning. I mean, there's so much going on, especially when you listen to this album with headphones. There's like, there's like these squeaking noises. I mean, I don't know. Is that coming from, is that coming from Eddie's guitar? I mean, there's so many, I just, I don't know what's going on. There's so much stuff going on with fair warning. Uh, he talked about the creepy album cover. Now I don't necessarily like that. I don't know if I like that album cover. It's just, um, it's Brown, which maybe isn't the best, doesn't jump off the, uh, the album rack for you, but, um, they don't use the logo, but, um, but it's great. It's a great album. Would it have sold more if it had a better album cover? I don't know. I don't know how much that plays into it. All right, moving on this, uh, this next, it's a lady. We get a lady voice. I don't call her a lady though. I call her the rocker chick. She's co-hosted many times. And as soon as this, uh, the self quarantine is over, she will definitely be back. She most recently was here for the All Poison episode, and she's fun, and she's funny, and it's uh, it's great to have her participate, and I think she just sent me uh, an album via re- We Transfer today. I think she sent me uh, some Enough's Enough stuff, or maybe it's a maybe it's a Donnie V solo album, so I'm going to check that out later tonight, and uh, meanwhile, here we go. Hey, Pat and Rock Solid listeners, this is Courtney Cronin-Dold, and my Van Halen song choice for this show is um, 
from the OU812 album. It is actually the first single off of OU812, and it's called Black and Blue. Uh, Not my favorite lyrics of a Van Halen song. Um, It's either about really rough sex or a bad day at CrossFit. Um, But either way, (laughs) I like the guitar. I like the way it kind of starts off slow, and then it kind of picks up and gets hard and rocks pretty hard, I guess, kind of like rough sex uh, might do. Um, Sometimes the (laughs) lyrics, not my favorite, slip and slide, push it in, bitch, sure got the rhythm. I'm holding back. Yeah, I got control. Yeah, let's hope so. Anyway, it's a really good song. Just try not to focus too much on the lyrics. Might need to sit on an ice pack after this one. All right, black and blue. Courtney Crone and everybody, you can follow Courtney at Court, C-O-U-R-T, Crow, C-R-O, Courtney Crow, or Court Crow, at Court Crow. Now, uh, Courtney is 100% right. Everything about this song is great, but the lyrics, oh my God. Oh my God, Sammy. And this is the problem with Sammy sometimes. The lyrics, the lyrics aren't great. I feel like we, I feel like we need to, uh. I feel like I need to play one of my song choices just to, just to, uh, just to get this black and blue lyric out of my head because, in my opinion, Sammy did write one of the greatest Van Halen songs. It's uh, totally out of the box for what they would normally do, and the and these lyrics are fantastic. Like, I can't even believe the same guy that said uh, uh, "slip and slide, push it in." wrote these lyrics. So this is from For Unlawful Carnal Knowledge. This is right now.
that the production on that is amazing. I mean, Ted Templeman came back and he co-produced that with Andy Johns and with the band. And it just, this is a killer album. I really love for unlawful carnal knowledge. I wish they wouldn't have called it that. I, we get the joke. Oh, you ate one too. And fuck. Uh-huh. Come on guys. Sometimes rocker humor. It's just, it's just not good. But, uh, right now is a, it's a killer. I mean, we got keyboard, we got there's a great guitar solo in there and the lyrics uh that still that song still gives me a chill. It, re- it really does. I, I still love that song. All right, where are we? Here's another listener. Let's take a listen. These are these are all my my virtual co-hosts today. Here we go. Hi Pat and crew. Thanks for keeping us going during this little viral vacation that we're having. Um Okay, so my Van Halen song is Panama, and it's that because a few years back we were playing a game in the car, uh, some friends and I, saying, what uh, what would your last song be if you had to choose one to listen to prior to a cataclysmic event like a comet hitting the earth, or you knew it was your last moments to listen to a song, and Everybody else was choosing things like The Living Years from Mike and the Mechanics and Shit by Adele. And I, you know, I just thought, no, I don't want to go out, you know, crying, thinking of all the things I'm going to lose. I want to go out feeling like DLR in his leather chaps on his motorcycle on Sunset Boulevard. I, so I chose Panama, and I think I'd still choose it to this day. So Panama it is. Thanks, Pat. That uh, the person who requested this song and whose voice you heard, that was Tor Hansen. I don't believe Tor introduced himself. And so remember, when you send me an audio clip, uh, introduce yourself. Do that right up top. And you can do this on your phone. When the clips come in, I mix them down to stereo and I boost the audio if we need to. Uh, your phone works fine. So uh, don't be shy and introduce yourself right, uh, right out of the gate. Do it. All right, next up, we got a couple of uh, back-to-back, a couple other podcasters that uh, they've invited me on their shows before, and always a fun time. It's always a fun time to podcast. If I didn't love it, I wouldn't do it. So here we go. Hello, Pat Francis and the Rock Solid listeners. This is Brian BJ Kahuna Cramp from the Rock and or Roll podcast. Thanks, Pat, for inviting me to participate, but this was actually more difficult than I expected it to be to choose my favorite Van Halen song. In the end, it came down to two songs, Unchained 
And then the song that I'm choosing here, which is And the Cradle Will Rock, the first and only single from the band's third album, Women and Children First, released in 1980. And, you know, as a kid, I had no idea that this was not a guitar playing the central riff of this song. It's actually, of course, Eddie Van Halen playing a Wurlitzer electric piano cranked through his Marshall amp. But, you know, it's kind of perfect that this is how Van Halen entered the 80s. This is the first song on the first Van Halen album of the 80s. It's the first single Van Halen released in the decade of the 80s. And it's Eddie Van Halen playing a keyboard, but it sounds like a guitar. I just think the groove of the song is infectious, and it intertwines perfectly with DLR's vocal melody. I love the solo section where it meanders into this soft, quiet part. Then there's the big transition of David Lee Roth and Have You Seen Junior's Grades and then the song blasts back in. The song always sounded great on the radio. I heard it a lot on the radio growing up, but I still love it. So here it is, Van Halen and The Cradle Will Rock. That's a great pick from uh, Brian B.J. Cramp. Check out his podcast. We got that. Now, someone just walked in here uh, to, to interrupt. Hello. Hello. Come over here. Talk in the mic. Who do we got? Introduce yourself. Rita. Okay, Rita, what are you, what are you up here for? What do you need me for? It, it sounds like you need dad. Yes, because I'm, I moved my record player to my desk, and I can't find the cord. <laughs> okay, so... You finally got you got you got your vinyl out. Yes, I cleaned my desk. Okay, and you got your record player out. Yes. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna come down and find it for you. What's the yes. f- <laughs> and what's the first album that you're gonna play? I think it's gonna be the monkeys. The monkeys, and what's the album called? Good times. <laughs> okay. Uh I'll be back, but you won't even know I left because it'll just pick up right from here. Are you enjoying the quarantine? No. You're not. I'm really bored and I miss my friends. But you see them every day on FaceTime. Yeah, but they just play Minecraft. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go down and uh, and get that record player working so you can rock. Aye, aye, Captain. <laughs> All right. I'm back from doing my uh, daddy duties. We found the cord, plugged it in, and she's now listening to the monkey's good times. All right. Next up. Another podcaster from the Pods and Sods Network. Let's listen to this gentleman introduce his favorite Van Halen song. Hi, this is Eric Miller from the Pods and Sods Network. Uh, when Pat asked me to pick my favorite Van Halen song, that's a tough pick. I didn't, uh, I didn't want to be lambasted, so I avoided Van Halen 3, uh, which I think is a great album. I love the Sam stuff and Dave stuff equally. 
So I don't want to get sucked into, you know, picking this or that on whatever might be seen through whatever eyes. So I just pick the song that I love and never get tired of. And that song is 5150, the title track from their 5150 album. And the reason I picked this song, it's just a tour de force. It has bluesy stuff in it. It's high energy. It's got this great guitar lick, this motif that repeats. Alex is going off in the best possible way. Sammy's voice is soaring. It's all of their strengths turned all the way up. And more importantly, it just sounds like four guys newly connected, feeling inspired and having a blast. All smiles. Every time I hear this, nothing but joy. Here is Van Halen with 5150. Fifty-one fifty. that's a great album great album i can still remember the first time i heard it and i was so excited because i was a sammy fan before that so it just seemed like it was gonna work and it worked for it worked for quite a while all right next up this is one of our rock solid artists he does the facebook artwork for us and he loves music and let's hear what uh what this guy's up to. Here we go. Yo! You are locked in to KRSP. That's Rock Solid Podcast Radio. And you are here with the skunk. And we are flying right through a mega, ultra, super epic rock block of your favorite Van Halen songs. During these times of COVID-19, where the people keep the city clean, we are working to bring the Rock Solid community together through their speakers. And what better way than with the best of Van Halen? Except for this one. This is a terrible Van Halen song. It's not my favorite. I doubt it's anybody's favorite. Some might even call it a seagull stinkeroo. It's a oh, to all the people out there who don't like Dave or Sammy, here's the one, the only, How Many Say I. Are you ever so silent when she wanted to talk? 
couldn't keep quiet when she needed a hug. Come on, too strong. Oh Christ! A little's too much. This is so terrible. How many? How many say I? Go on and say yes. Kyle Hildreth, you're killing me. And then Gary does a beautiful background vocal on it. I mean, oh my God. When you needed a hug. I mean, I can sing better than that and I can't sing. Maybe I can. Uh, Kyle did uh, all that. He put in the seagull stinkaroo sting himself, and he was having fun with it. And we appreciate that, Kyle, and I appreciate everything you do in regards to the rock-solid Facebook artwork. Let me find Kyle's um, Twitter handle so you can give him a follow. He is at OverkillArt. That's O-V-E-R-K-Y-L-A-R-T. At Overkill Art. All right, next up, these two people both picked the same song. So you're going to hear from a friend of the show, do his introduction, and then you're going to go right into a listener from the show, do his introduction, and then we will be into the song. So we're going to hear two introductions back to back, and this is friend of the show. And my friend, well, you you know this guy. He's the one that brings the, the credibility to the show former Rolling Stone magazine contributor. Anyone guess? Here we go. Hi, it's David Wilde here, back for the Van Halen episode. And the honest truth is that my favorite Van Halen song is Ain't Talking About Love. But I want to be positive. And also, I want to acknowledge that the last time I saw David Lee Roth, he was a total douchebag to me, and he owes me an apology. So I'm going to pick a Van Hagar song and I'm going to go with Best of Both Worlds uh, from the 5150 album because when I was writing the liner notes for a greatest hits that had both Dave and Sammy, uh, I used that song as a title of my notes and that became then they made that, uh, they liked it and made it the title of the greatest hits set. And I believe that was Sammy Hagar and Eddie making that choice. So uh, with all due respect, fuck you, Dave. And uh, thank you, Sammy and Eddie. And uh, stay safe. Hey, Pat. It's Chef Scoble again, living in isolation in Detroit, Michigan. Figured I'd give this a try and see if I get on again. Really enjoyed the Rolling Stones episode, but I have to admit I'm not anywhere near as big a fan of Van Halen, particularly the David Lee Roth era. I am, however, a huge Sammy Hagar fan, so when he took over vocal duties for the band, I was very excited and really got into them for the next three to four albums. I think there were some really standout songs, especially some of their ballads, but I wanted to pick a rocker since I'm not sure how many of your listeners are going to pick stuff from this era. Best of Both Worlds from 5150 is right up there as one of my absolute favorites. Sammy's voice is amazing in this song to my ears, and the song is a complete jam. Hope things start to get better. As much as I love these episodes, I'd love it more if we didn't have to do them anymore and you could get back to business as usual. As always, keep on rocking.
All right, Sammy's getting some love on the show. People picking a lot of Dave songs, people picking a lot of Sammy songs. Also, David Wilde wanted me to remind you to watch Let's Go Crazy, the Grammy salute to Prince. That is going to air on CBS Tuesday, April 21st from 9 till 11. Hosted by Maya Rudolph and lots of great performances by people such as uh, Foo Fighters, John Legend, and uh, Chris Martin. Just a ton of people. Earth, Wind, and Fire. So, you know, everybody loves Prince. So let's, uh, let's celebrate the man. Thanks, David. Here's another listener coming up. This guy is, uh, he's picking a Dave song. And let's give this a listen. Whoa, that song's still playing. You know, the, the bonus episode's a little more loosey-goosey. You know that. Here we go. Hello, Pat. This is Jerry Riggs from Columbus, Ohio. Uh, as you know, Van Halen has so many great songs, and it's hard to choose just one. But today I'm going to go with I'm the One from Van Halen's debut album from 1978. That album being my second favorite album, fair warning, being my favorite album of all time from Van Halen. I chose this song because of Eddie's guitar playing throughout this song is just incredible. I mean, he's just on fire through this whole song. And also, I love the little scat the band does around 250 in the song. Thanks for choosing this song and hope you and your family are doing well during this time, Pat. Take care. That's fun. That's fun. I like the little, uh, Scat, rap, whatever you want to call it in the middle of the song. I'm the one. Great tune from Van Halen 1. Let's, uh, let's go out of the box here with this next pick. This guy has sent in an unreleased track. Something that uh, I had never heard before. I guess if you're prone to going down a, a YouTube rabbit hole, you might have heard this. But I have not. And I don't... Uh, uh, it's not a good quality. The the file is not good. I pulled it from uh, YouTube, and then I turned it into an MP3. But uh, I did the best I could. So bear with the quality, and uh, just listen for the content. Let's get an introduction here for this unreleased Van Halen song. Hello, my name is Rich Richmond. You can find me on Twitter at Rich Richmond. The song I chose for this Van Halen episode is "That's Why I Love You." It is supposedly from the unreleased second album with Gary Sharon. Now, I know that first album was much maligned, and that's why I thought it would be funny to choose a Sharon song. 
Um, but That's Why I Love You is a great pop tune. Um, it's kind of in line with what they were doing anyway on For Unlawful Carnal Knowledge and Balance, moving in that uh, pop direction. Um, the riff is cool, the lyrics are good, Gary sounds great, Eddie sounds great. Um, it's a great tune, and I would have been interested to see where they went with that album. So, this is That's Why I Love You by Van Halen, unreleased, and enjoy. To my ears, that sounds better than most of what is on Van Halen 3. So if that truly is the direction that the next Van Halen album was going to go, uh, I would have loved to hear that for sure, for sure. That uh, That is good. That is good stuff. Uh, I'm looking on YouTube because uh, you have to look up, you have to go to YouTube and you have to look up a guy named Mitch Malloy. And he's going to tell the story of how he was in Van Halen and then didn't take the gig. He was supposed to be the next vocalist for Van Halen, not Gary. Mitch Malloy was hired. And then I'm pretty sure after they went on TV with Dave, was it the Grammy Awards? Was it the American Music Awards? He said, I can't, I can't do the gig now. People are going to think that Dave is back and then they're going to get me. So I can't do it. So it's really interesting. He tells it himself. You got to go see it. Not what do you mean? Got to go see it. You got to, you got to go to YouTube. It sounded like it was a major motion picture. You got to go see it. Got to get your tickets. But uh, I'm looking up uh, right now on YouTube. He put a song on, uh, on YouTube and it was it was called uh, "It's the Right Time," and this is supposed to be what Van Halen would have sounded like with Mitch Malloy. So let's give this a. Hopefully, this will play. Let's give this a listen.
what do you think of that? See, man, I like that guy's voice. He's got a great look, too. He's got a full head of long blonde hair. He's fit. He's, you know, he's not young, but he's younger than the other guys in Van Halen. And um, there's you can see pictures of him at 5150 with Eddie. So it's not... Uh, it's not a false story. It's 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 the real deal. So Mitch Malloy, check him out. Check out his solo albums too. I think he might be singing for Great White right now. You know, you gotta make a you gotta make a living. Uh let me pick one. I've I've only paid, played uh two songs so far, and uh, both of those were Sammy songs. I'm gonna play a song from 1984. It's the first single from 1984. It was a gigantic MTV video hit. It's uh, it's the song that they usually close out the show with, or at least it starts the encore. And the studio version is, I just love it. I do not get sick of this song. I love every single thing about it. Every section of the song, the lyrics, the music, the solo, the keyboard solo. I just don't get sick of it. And the song is called jump Love it. All right. I don't know why I'm doing this. I just all of a sudden got the urge to rank the Van Halen albums. Here we go. This is the David Lee Roth Van Halen albums. I'm going to rank them for you. This is according to me. You can at me. You can you can tell me what yours uh, your ranking would be. I'm going to go number one is Fair Warning. Number two, Van Halen 2. Number three, Van Halen Debut. Number four, A Different Kind of Truth. Number five, Women and Children First. Number six, 1984, and number seven, Diver Down. That's according to me. That's my David Lee Roth ranking. I stick to it. You can at me. I'm not afraid. All right, let's do a couple more songs. We've got a couple more on the list. This next one was a song that was picked by two people. So we're going to hear the guy's intro, which is going to go into the girl's intro and then into the song. So let's give this a whirl. Let me cue it up. Whoa, that's still jump. Again, Lucy Goosey on the bonus episodes. Here we go. Hey there, Rock Solid listeners. Aaron here, and I've decided to take part in this Van Halen episode. Van Halen are one of my favorite bands, and I've been able to see them twice, once with Sammy and once with Dave. The song I've picked here is Dreams from the 5150 album, released in 1986. 
which was also the band's first with Sammy. However, my first memory of the song is from its use in the first Power Rangers movie from 1995. If anyone heard my Artist Never Played episode from a few weeks back, I did state that I am a fan of Power Rangers. And with Dreams, the song is used at the end of the movie after, spoiler alert, the Power Rangers save the day. Angel Groove celebrates by having a fireworks show, which the Rangers attend. And this is the song that plays in the background. Now that first Power Rangers movie, it's not that great of a movie. But I do like that scene and the way the song was used. I can't completely hate the movie because, if I can remember correctly, the movie was more or less my gateway to Power Rangers. And I remember watching the movie one or two times with the daughter of a family friend who loved the show, and I think I got into it just because of her. Now, years later, when I was discovering the music of Van Halen, I was on a fan website, and I had the option of watching the first 30 seconds of the music video for Dreams, uh, the one with the U.S. Navy Blue Angels. And when I heard the song, I immediately recognized it. And it just blew my mind that, oh wow, Van Halen made that song. Now, I can't say this is my favorite Van Halen song, but it's easily my favorite song that they did with Sammy. So from 5150, this is Dreams. Hi, Pat. This is Vanessa from Australia checking in. Thanks so much for your rock-solid podcasts. I really enjoy them. I'm not a Van Halen fan, but I'm going to pick the track Dreams. Hope you're all doing well. Bye. It's a great one. They really did hit it out of the park with 5150. Sammy came in and they were energized. They were they were just so tired of working with Dave. And they wanted someone that they could really be a band with again. They didn't want it to be the Dave show. So uh, Sammy was a good choice. And um, they made good music with Sammy. Different music. More... Uh, more pop-oriented. They could do some ballads. But uh, my last pick for today, I still got a couple more songs for you, but uh, my last pick for today is from 5150. By the way, when I'm playing 5150 songs, I'm, I've taken them, well, I've taken all the Sammy songs today from the compilation The Best of Both Worlds because that has been re remastered. And the four Sammy Van Halen albums have never been remastered. Nothing's ever been done with them. I, I don't understand it. I mean, Warner Brothers has the masters, unless they burn up in that fire. Oh, God. 
But um, so yeah, and they sound they sound terrible compared to what's been remastered for the Best of Both Worlds uh, compilation. So um, this is from this was the first single off fifty one fifty. I can remember I was living in Pittsburgh. DJ comes on the radio. He said, "Coming up in the next hour, new Van Halen with." Sammy Hagar and I was like oh my god and I was just glued to that radio I was glued to it and then you know how the intro goes and it's just like you're like what the heck and it's like it's Van Halen but it's different Van Halen but it's but it's got all the elements there and then it's it's a killer so I'm not sure where I cued this up to but this is why can't this be love Okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to rank the Sammy Hagar era Van Halen albums. Here we go. Right off the top of my head. Here's what I'm going to go with. I think earlier I said that For Unlawful Carnal Knowledge is my favorite Sammy Van Halen album. But there are some songs on that album that I don't like. Whereas 5150, I like every song top to bottom. So in the number one slot, I'm going to go 5150. In the number two slot, I'm going to go For Unlawful Carnal Knowledge. In the number three slot, we haven't heard one song off of this album tonight it's balance produced by bruce fairbairn that is not a popular choice to put that ahead of ou812 but ou812 it has some highlights but it's just recorded so terribly i mean i think van halen and don landy produced it themselves it just i just think it's not produced very well and balance has don't tell me what love can do and can't stop loving you, and it's it's got some some solid pop rock music on there. So again, fifty one fifty number one for unlawful carnal knowledge. Number two, balance. Number three, and in the fourth slot is OU eight one two, and uh, never never a fan of OU eight one two. Really, it was a poor follow up to the stellar fifty one fifty. All right, before we play. Our next, uh, oh, also, Aaron Kahn is the one who picked Dreams. He gave his first name. Aaron hosts the Albums Uncovered podcast, so look for that and follow him on Twitter. And then Vanessa from Australia, our second Australia listener today, uh, didn't say her last name. It is M-I-K-E-L-A-N-S. Michelin's? Vanessa Michelin's? I bet I'm saying that wrong. I always say it wrong. But, um... But yeah, thank you uh, for choosing Dreams. And this is going to be our last song before the playout song. So get ready. This is uh, this is my friend. Everybody loves him. 
Get ready to hear a little bit from uh, Mr. Murray Valariano. Here we go. Whoops, what the heck now? What the heck? Hey guys, Murray Valeriano, the Rock Solid Podcast and the Road Stories Podcast uh, over at All Things Comedy. I hope everybody's staying safe and staying inside as much as possible without going crazy. If you get a second, go uh, over to Twitter and give me a follow at Murray V or on Instagram, Murray V Comedy. I've been really active over there since we've all been stuck inside during this pandemic. Thanks again, Pat, for doing this. My favorite Van Halen song is off of 1979's Van Halen 2, and it's Beautiful Girls. I love this song so much. I love the guitar riff in it. I love David Lee Roth's uh, cheesy kind of lounge singer, schwarmy thing he does in it. It's fantastic. And it's also in one of my favorite sketches from Saturday Night Live with Adam Sandler and Chris Farley called Schmidt's Gay Beer. Uh, Now, you can't find the original version of that because... The licensing of this Van Halen song was too expensive, so Lauren Michaels had the uh, Saturday Night Live band put together this guitar riff that plays over it in syndication and on YouTube, and it's terrible. It just kills the whole sketch. Uh, the choice of Beautiful Girls was part of the punchline in this sketch, and, and now it just doesn't work. Uh, but if anybody can find the original version, I've looked for it, and I can't find the original version. But if anybody can find the original version of Schmidt's Gay Beer, uh, post, it on the, uh, post it on the Rock Solid page. It's hilarious. All right, guys, here it is. Van Halen with Beautiful Girls. Turn it up loud. She was a seaside sitting just smoking and drinking on ringside. On top of the world, oh, yeah. She had a drink in her hand. She had her toes in the sand oh, Whoa, <laughs> what a beautiful Keep her pappy happy. That's what David Lee Roth says. That's Beautiful Girls from, again, that, that's uh, that's my number two Van Halen album in my ranking. Monday when this album drops, I will, I will tweet out my rankings of the David Lee Roth album in a tweet and then the rankings of uh, the Sammy Hager albums in a tweet. And then you guys can add to it. You guys can tell me what yours are. Or you can tell me I'm, I'm out of my mind. You can tell me I'm high. That's what you can do. All right. This has been the Monday bonus episode. And uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you, everyone who participated. Thank you to all my podcast friends who agreed to uh, help me out with this. We're going to be doing this again next week. And here's what we're going to do. You're hearing it right now. So get ready. You send your submission to rocksolidpodcast at gmail.com. You can record an intro. Please introduce yourself, first and last name. Tell us what the song is. You're going to have to give a lot of detail for this because what we're doing next time is B-sides. And I have a lot I have a lot that I've chosen already. I already have a, a playlist worked up. Uh, preferably, I'm looking for non-LP B-sides. Remember when you would buy 
like a single and you would flip it over and you're like, wait, I don't know this song and it's not on the album. What the fuck? So that's what I'm looking. I'm really looking for non-LP B-sides, you know, or rarities, but, but really specifically a non-LP B-side. So when you leave your intro, tell me, you can tell me what the A-side was and then tell me what the B-side was. Give me a little info on that. It'll be fun. So that's what we're doing the next time. It's going to be B-sides. So to close out the show, we started today with a, with a song not from Van Halen. We started with a song from a band called The Sacred. So I'm going to close out with a song today that is also not from Van Halen, but it's a song from Fountains of Wayne. And everyone knows, uh, if you're a music fan, that Adam Schlesinger uh, passed away this week from, uh, from the coronavirus. And he was, uh, he, was, he was young, 52. That means he was born after me, and he's passed before me. And that's a scary thing. So uh, I want to play something off of an album called Out of State Plates. And this was like a compilation of like their B-sides and, and oh, there you go, B-sides and stuff like that. And the first thing you're going to hear is it's a 14 second intro that's on the album that just makes me laugh every time I hear it. And then after that, even though Adam Schlesinger was such an amazing songwriter, I'm actually going to play a cover that they did. They do a cover of a Jackson Brown song, who, by the way, also currently has a coronavirus. So they do a cover of a song called These Days. And I just thought it was appropriate because we are living <laughs> in, uh, in crazy time right now. These days are, uh, are, are, are just not what we normally have. So rock and peace Adam Schlesinger. Thanks everybody for listening. Thank you for contributing to the show and everyone stay safe and healthy. Keep your family close, do the social distancing and uh, we'll get through. So here we go. Adam and Chris of Fountains of Wayne are here with me on, uh, on City Folk Morning from Studio A with guitars. Would you like to play a song for me? No. Well, that would sort of bring things to a screeching halt now, wouldn't it? Well, I've been out walking I don't do that much talking these days These days These days I seem to think a lot About the things that I forgot to do Times I had the chance to And I had a lover But it's so hard to risk another These days These days I seem to be afraid to live the life that I have made in song. Well, it's just that I've been losing 
so Yeah, you're funny. All right, let's go.